0: Hello my name is Jacqueline and I'm a very proud grandma. I write stories for my grandchildren and I'm happy to share them with you too. So make yourself comfortable because my next story is about to begin. Blue helps save the day. It was a cool autumn morning. The beautiful sunshine made the trees look so pretty with their golden coloured leaves. Fiona rode Blue, her horse, through the quiet village where nothing much was going on. The only noise they could hear was the birds singing and the clip-clop of Blue's hooves as he walked along the road. They headed towards the park where they stopped for a moment to watch the dogs play, running around together enjoying the coolness of the morning. On the far side of the park, Fiona saw the postman drive his van slowly along the road before stopping by the curb. "'I wonder if we have any mail today,' said Fiona. "'I'm waiting for a special package for my Aunt Sylvia. I really hope it arrives soon.' Blue and Fiona continued walking around the park and eventually came to where the postman had stopped. He had the bonnet of his vehicle up and was scratching his head as he looked at the engine. He looked up when he heard Blue walking behind him. ''Hello, Peter,'' said Fiona. ''Is something wrong with your van?'' ''Hello, Fiona. Hello, Blue,'' Peter said as he rubbed Blue's long nose gently. ''Yes, there is. It just conked out on me for no apparent reason.'' I have enough fuel, so it definitely isn't that. He scratched his head again as he peered into the engine. I don't really know anything about vehicles. They look complicated to me, said Fiona, wishing she could help Peter in some way. Have you called the garage to come and help you, she asked. Yes, replied Peter as he shut the bonnet. I called them as soon as the van stopped, but they can't get to me until later this afternoon. How am I going to deliver this mail? He opened the back doors of his van and showed Fiona the pile of letters and parcels he had in there. He scratched his head again and said in dismay, I can't walk with it, as there is far too much. It would take me all day. Fiona looked at all the mail in the van and then had an idea. Can I deliver some of it for you? she asked. I have a couple of old saddlebags back at the field which I can put on blue. It won't take me long to get them and we compile the mail into those. Peter rubbed his chin as he thought about this. Hmm, well, that is an idea, he said, thinking how that could work. You and Blue could deliver the mail on the other side of the village, and I could walk and do the deliveries this side. That sounds a great plan, said Fiona excitedly. Between us, we'll have everything delivered in no time. I'll go and get the saddlebags now. My dad's at the field working on Blue's shelter, so I can let him know what I'm doing, else he'll worry if I'm out for too long. And she trotted off on Blue towards the field. When she returned, Peter had sorted all the mail into two separate piles. These are for you to deliver, Fiona, he said, pointing to parcels and letters he had placed on the pavement next to his van. If you can deliver all of these I will be very grateful, he said, and I'll deliver the ones left in the van. Okay, said Fiona, dismounting from Blue. She had already hung the saddlebags one either side of Blue's saddle before leaving the field. Do you have a pen and paper? she asked. I can make a list of who I have mail for before I put everything in the saddlebags. Oh that's a good idea, said Peter, as he reached inside the glove box in his van. He found a pen and a piece of paper amongst old rags and bits of rubbish he had shoved in there and handed them to Fiona. She wrote down all the houses she had to deliver to before placing the items into the saddlebags. Although the saddlebags were quite large, the packages soon filled them up. Luckily, Fiona had thought to put her backpack on and into that she put all the letters. Soon they were ready and Fiona got back onto Blue. She turned Blue into the direction they needed to go. "'Bye, Peter,' she said cheerfully. "'I'll see you back here later.' "'Thank you, Fiona,' said Peter. "'Have fun and see you later.' "'We will,' said Fiona, happy to be helping. She gently kicked Blue and they set off up the road. The first house they arrived at was Mrs Berry's. Mrs Berry saw Blue and Fiona arrive at her gate from her kitchen window and she walked down the path to greet them, wiping her hands on her apron. Hello, Fiona, she said. What brings you here? Hello, Mrs. Berry. We're delivering the mail on this side of the village for Peter, Fiona explained. His van has broken down, so we are helping him. Here's your mail. And Fiona passed Mrs. Berry a small parcel and two letters. Oh, thank you, dear, Mrs. Berry said, taking the items. This is very kind of you. "'Would you mind doing me a favour on your round?' "'If I can,' said Fiona. "'I have a small package for Stacy at Pickle Cottage,' she said. "'It's a little cardigan I knitted for her baby, which is due any day now. "'I haven't had time to take it to her. "'Would you deliver it for me, please?' "'Of course I will,' said Fiona, happy to help. "'Give me a moment while I go and get it,' Mrs Berry said as she hurried up the path. "'It's just on the kitchen table.' Within minutes, Mrs. Berry came back to Fiona, carrying a colourful wrapped package and a brown paper bag. Here's the little cardigan for the baby, she said, handing Fiona the pretty package. And these are for you, she said, holding out the brown paper bag. There's half a dozen chocolate chip cookies in there, which I baked early this morning, and an apple for blue. "'Oh, thank you, Mrs. Berry,' said Fiona, taking the paper bag and thinking how delicious the cookies smelt. "'That's so kind of you.' "'It's the least I can do,' said Mrs. Berry. "'The whole village will be grateful you are helping Peter today.' Fiona put the two items into one of the saddlebags. "'I will enjoy them later with a nice cup of tea,' she said as she climbed back onto Blue. "'Have a nice day, Mrs. Berry,' and she walked Blue on to the next house." Fiona delivered letters and packages to the next few houses and then stopped at Miss Rose's house. She jumped down from Blue and took three parcels and six letters from her bags. Stay here, Blue, she said as she walked up the path and knocked on the door. Miss Rose opened the door and was very surprised to see Fiona standing there with an armful of mail. Hello, Fiona, she said cheerfully. This is a surprise. Hello, Miss Rose. Fiona said before explaining why she was being the postman for the day. She handed over the parcels and letters and smiled as she said you're very popular today. It's my birthday said Miss Rose taking the mail and placing it on a small table by the door. My three sisters always send me the same presents every year. She picked up one of the packages and started to unwrap it. "'Happy birthday, Miss Rose,' said Fiona, wondering why she was unwrapping the present. "'Thank you. Here, would you like one of these treats?' she asked, taking the lid of a box of delicious-looking chocolates. "'The other two packages are the same, and I can't eat all these chocolates by myself,' Miss Rose explained. "'Oh, yes, please,' said Fiona, delighted to be offered one. The chocolates all looked delicious, and she didn't know which one to choose.' "'Take a couple, my dear,' Miss Rose said. "'They will give you extra energy while you deliver the rest of the mail.'" Fiona was just about to take a scrumptious-looking chocolate swell when Miss Rose put the lid back on the box and said, "'Here, take the whole box. I have another two of these boxes to enjoy.'" "'Oh, are you sure?' Fiona hesitated. "'They're your birthday present.'" Yes, I'm sure, smiled Miss Rose. I eat far too many chocolates as it is. Here, take them. And she put the box into Fiona's hand. Oh, thank you, Miss Rose, Fiona said as she gratefully took the unexpected gift. I hope the rest of your round goes smoothly, said Miss Rose. I'm sure it will, said Fiona. Enjoy the rest of your birthday, Miss Rose. Bye. She walked down the path back to Blue and put the box of chocolates into the saddlebag, which no longer contained any mail, but was filling up with gifts for her and Blue. Two houses later, Fiona and Blue arrived at Miss Daisy's house, who was standing at her gate. "'Hello, Miss Daisy,' said Fiona. "'How are you today?' "'I'm very well, Fiona,' replied Miss Daisy. "'But I'm worried about Mr Plum.' He's not been very well lately, and I was hoping the postman would take this flask of soup to him for me. Fiona explained about Peter's van. So I'm delivering the mail this side of the village, she said. Would you like me to take the flask to Mr. Plum for you? Oh, yes, please, said Miss Daisy, handing the flask to Fiona. This is very kind of you. She reached into her cardigan pocket and poured out a packet of sweets. Here, she said, holding them out to Fiona. Take these sweets for helping me. I often buy them for Peter to thank him for his help. I'm sure he won't mind you having them this time. Fiona took the packet and looked at them. They were licorice all sorts, the kind she knew Peter loved. Thank you, Miss Daisy, she said, tucking the sweets into the saddlebag. She checked her piece of paper and said, there's no mail for you today but I'll deliver this flask to Mr Plum for you. Bye. Bye dear and thank you so much, Miss Daisy said as Fiona trotted off on blue. Fiona delivered a couple more letters before she arrived at Mr Plum's house. She dismounted and grabbed the flask before looking at the piece of paper to see if she had any mail for him. There were two letters, the last two letters in her backpack, which now only had a bottle of water in it, which she had put in there before she left the field. She went up the path and knocked on the door, holding the flask of soup and letters carefully in one hand. She waited a moment, but there was no answer. Fiona knocked again, this time a little harder. Suddenly an upstairs window flew open, and Mr Plum leant out of the window. "'What the devil do you want?' He shouted down to Fiona, "I'm sick and need peace and quiet to sleep. I'm sorry to disturb you, Mister Plum," said Fiona hurriedly. Miss Daisy asked me to give you this flask of soup to help you with your cold, and I'm delivering them out today for Peter. You have two letters here. Oh, thank you, Fiona," said Mister Plum, a little quieter now. Sorry for shouting at you. Hold on a moment, and he disappeared from the window. Fiona expected him to come downstairs and open the door, but instead she heard a noise above her. Looking up, she saw Mr. Plum was back at the window. Here, he said, holding what looked like a basket out of the window, put the flask and letters into this. And slowly he lowered the basket, which was tied to a rope, down to Fiona. Fiona watched in amazement as the basket landed gently at her feet. She had never seen anyone do that before, but thought it was a great idea, especially as Mr Plum was sick and she didn't really want to catch his cold. She bent down and put the flask and letters into the basket. "'Okay, Mr Plum, you can pull it back up now,' she said, stepping away from the basket and watched as Mr Plum pulled it slowly back up to him. "'Thank you, Fiona,' she said, as he took the basket back in through the window. "'You are very kind,' He disappeared inside again, but quickly reappeared with something in his hand. ''Here,'' he said to Fiona, ''catch this. It's a little thank you from me, nothing much, but it's all I have to hand right now.'' And he threw the item down to Fiona. Fiona caught it. It was a ball of string. ''Oh, thank you, Mr. Plum. I'm sure this will come in very handy. I hope you feel better soon.'' Fiona said as she waved goodbye and walked back to where Blue was nibbling at the grass on the verge. Fiona took the bottle of water out of her backpack and poured some into her hand for Blue to drink. This is turning out to be a lot of fun, she said to Blue. We only have a couple more houses to deliver to and then we're done. She took a sip of water herself and then put the bottle back into her backpack before climbing up onto Blue. Let's go. It should only take another ten minutes, and then I'll take you back to your field, where I have some tasty carrots and apples for you. She led Blue up the road and delivered to the last two houses. We've finished, she said to Blue, as she ticked the last house off her sheet of paper. But as she climbed back upon Blue, she felt something in the saddlebag she thought was empty. Oh no, I forgot to deliver the package from Mrs. Berry to Stacy. She turned blue around. Stacy lives just down this lane. Let's go. Arriving at Stacy's house, Fiona jumped down from blue and grabbed the package. As she walked up the path, she could hear a strange noise coming from inside the house. She got to the door and noticed it was slightly ajar, and the noise was getting louder. Fiona knocked on the door, and it opened a little wider. Hello, Stacy. She said, peering into the house. Are you okay in there? No. Can you help me, please? Stacy shouted back. Fiona pushed the door open wide and went inside. Where are you? She asked, not sure which way to go. I'm in the bedroom down the hallway, Stacy whimpered. Come quickly. Fiona followed Stacy's voice and hurried down the hallway. She went into the bedroom but couldn't see Stacy anywhere suddenly a loud scream rang out making Fiona jump she realized the noise was coming from the floor on the other side of the bed she hurried round dropping the package on the floor Stacy was lying on the carpet holding her belly with the pain is the baby coming Fiona asked bending over Stacy yes she said between gritted teeth. The contractions are coming quickly now. I don't know what to do. My husband is working miles away today and can't get back. What should I do, Fiona? Have you called the doctor? Fiona asked. Yes, I've tried, but there must be something wrong with the phone, Stacy answered. I can't get a signal. "'Give me a minute and I'll be back,' said Fiona, and she went outside to Blue and grabbed the pen and piece of paper she had written the delivery addresses on. She turned the paper over and wrote, "'Dad, Stacy is at her house and having her baby right now. She needs the doctor, but we have no phone signal here. Please call him immediately. Fiona.' "'Now, how am I going to attach this to Blue so that Dad finds it?' thought Fiona. "'Oh, I know.' And she took out the ball of string mr Plum had given her. She quickly tied the piece of paper onto the reins with the string and then told Blue to go and find Dad at the field. Blue understood every word Fiona said and whinnied loudly as he ran off. Fiona watched him go and then went back into the house to Stacy. "Let's get you onto the bed," she said, helping Stacy up from the floor. "You'll be more comfortable there. Stacy's contractions had stopped for a while, so she gratefully climbed onto her bed. "'Thank you, Fiona,' she said kindly. "'I had bent down to pick something up from the floor and a contraction started. "'Lying on the carpet seemed the best place in that moment.' Are you comfortable now asked Fiona wondering what she was going to do if the baby started to come before the doctor arrived Yes thank you replied Stacy taking a deep breath as she relaxed against her pillows I feel much better having someone with me And then another contraction came Ah oh, shouted Stacy as she grabbed for Fiona's hand and squeezed it tightly Blue ran to his field where Dad was just finishing repairing his shelter, which had a few rotten panels down one side. Blue whinnied loudly. "'Hey, Blue,' Dad said, dropping his tools on the ground and going over to the horse. "'What's happened? Where's Fiona?' Blue whinnied again and turned so that Dad could see the piece of paper tied to his reins. Dad grabbed the crumpled paper and opened it up and read Fiona's message. "Stacy's baby is coming!' he exclaimed. He grabbed his phone from his back pocket as he pulled himself up onto Blue's saddle. "'Take me to Fiona Blue,' he said, holding the reins with one hand and using his phone to call the doctor in the other. Blue trotted out of the field and set off to Fiona. "'Hello, Doc,' said Dad into the phone. "Stacy's baby is coming and she's at her house with Fiona. Please get there as soon as you can.' Putting his phone into his back pocket, Dad grabbed the reins with both hands and shouted, Go blue, as fast as you can! And they galloped over to Stacy's house. They arrived at the house just as the doctor pulled up in his car. The two men hurried up the path and into the house. All was quiet. Fiona! shouted Dad. In the bedroom down the hallway, Dad! Fiona shouted back. The men hurried down to the bedroom and couldn't believe their eyes as they walked into the room. Fiona was sitting on the edge of the bed next to Stacy, who was holding her newly born baby girl in her arms. "Hi, Dad. Hi, doctor," said Fiona, smiling. "This little princess couldn't wait for you to arrive. She was too eager to come into the world." The doctor walked around the bed to where Stacy was lying. "How are you, Stacy?" he asked. "I'm much better now," she said, smiling over at Fiona. "'My contractions wouldn't stop once Fiona arrived, and this little bundle was born shortly after.' "'You were amazing,' said Fiona. "'I couldn't have done it without you,' said Stacy. "'Thank you for being here, Fiona.' "'I'm glad I could be of help,' Fiona said. "'Now, we'll leave you with the doctor so he can check you both over.' "'Oh, by the way,' she said, suddenly seeing the package she had dropped on the floor earlier.' Here's a small gift from Mrs Berry, which I was delivering to you. Oh thank you. I had wondered why you were actually here, said Stacy, thankful for the coincidence. Well, it was meant to be, said Fiona. Congratulations on your little princess, and I'll come and see you soon. Thank you, said Stacy. See you soon. Fiona and her dad said goodbye and went outside to blue. You done a great job in there, Fiona, said Dad. "'I was a little scared, to be honest,' said Fiona. "'But I remembered watching the zoo programme on television "'where some of the animals were having babies. "'I just thought of that and listened to what Stacy needed me to do.' "'Well, I'm very proud of you,' said Dad, hugging his daughter. "'Do you have any more mail to deliver?' he asked as he went to climb up onto Blue. "'No, it's all done,' Fiona said. "'Then what's in this saddlebag?' asked Dad, peering inside.' They are gifts from some of the people I helped out today, said Fiona, smiling as she remembered the goodies she had been given. "'Well, this just proves that when you do good things for others, good things come to you,' said Dad. Fiona nodded as she reflected over the morning, thankful again that she could help people. "'Are you ready to go back to Bluesfield now?' asked Dad. "'I'm sure he could do with the rest after walking around the village this morning.' "'Oh, not quite.' replied Fiona. I need to go back to Peter and let him know I've delivered everything. Come on then, said Dad, jumping onto Blue's back. Climb up with me. Blue can carry us both. They climbed upon Blue and rode back to Peter, just as the pickup truck arrived to take the van to the garage. That's good timing, said Peter. Did you get all the deliveries done, Fiona? Yes, all done, replied Fiona. Great, said Peter. Thank you so much, "'I hope it went smoothly for you.' "'Yes, it was fun,' Fiona said, "'seeing that his van was now loaded onto the pickup truck. "'I'll tell you all about it next time I see you.' "'Okay,' said Peter. "'I look forward to that. "'Looks like we're ready to go to the garage now "'and find out what's wrong with my van.' "'He turned to go and then remembered something. "'Oh, there's a parcel here for you, Fiona.' "'And he opened his van door and took out a package.' "Oh, thank you," said Fiona, smiling as she looked at the package. "I've been waiting for this. I'll open it when we get back to the field." And she put it into the saddlebag along with her gifts from the morning delivery. Then she noticed the bag of sweets Miss Daisy had given her. She took them out of the bag and handed them to Peter. "Miss Daisy gave me these for helping her today. She said they're your favorite. Here, you have them." "They are my favorite, Fiona," said Peter but they were given to you. You enjoy them. I have plenty at home. Miss Daisy gives me a packet nearly every day. Fiona happily put them back into her saddlebag. Thanks again for helping me today, Fiona, said Peter, as he climbed into the passenger seat of the pickup truck. You and Blue really helped save the day. Enjoy a restful afternoon. And you, Peter. I hope they managed to fix your van. Bye. Fiona and her dad rode Blue back to his field. It had been quite a morning for all of them. Dad took Blue's saddle off and then the saddlebags and bridle while Fiona fetched some treats and water for her horse. Blue crunched on the carrots and apple slices and then turned and galloped around his field, happy to run freely. Fiona watched him. She loved seeing him enjoying life. It made her heart swell with love. "'Hey, Fiona,' her dad said, startling her slightly." Did you open the package Peter gave you? He asked. Oh no, said Fiona, going over to the saddlebag. I completely forgot all about it and the gifts I received today. She took all the items out of the saddlebag and went back over to her dad and laid them out on the grass. They sat down and looked at all the goodies. What a nice lot of treats, said dad, opening the brown paper bag and sniffing the cookies inside. Go ahead and have one, dad, said Fiona. I'm sure they're delicious. Dad took a cookie from the bag and bit into it. The soft biscuit crumbled into his mouth. He chewed for a moment and then said, truly delicious, the best cookie I've eaten in a long time. Fiona laughed. You say the same thing every time you eat a cookie, Dad. This made Dad laugh. To be honest, I always enjoy every cookie I eat, he said. Now, why don't you open your package? You've been excited for that to arrive for days. Fiona picked up the package and tore it open. There was a note lying on the top which she read. My dear Fiona, here are the hat and scarf I promised to knit for you. I hope they keep you warm and cosy whilst you're out riding around with Blue on these chilly autumn days. I've also knitted a little hat for Blue which matches yours. Love from Aunt Sylvia. That's so kind of her said dad. Hold them up so I can see them. Fiona held up the hats and scarf which her aunt had knitted in a soft multi yarn. Perfect, said Fiona. All the colours of the rainbow are in them. You've really been spoilt today, sweetheart, said dad. Yes, I have, said Fiona. She picked up the box of chocolates and offered them to her dad. It really does feel good to help other people, she said, as she felt a warm glow fill her heart with joy. Thank you for listening to my story. I hope you enjoyed it. Before you go, I'd like to ask you a question. What good deed have you done for someone? You can share your answer with me by either going to my Instagram page, Grandma Has a Story, or by visiting my website, grandmahasastory.com. And also check me out on TikTok, Grandma Has a Story. Thanks again for listening, and come back soon to hear another story from Grandma. Bye for now.